Couldn't say more great things about him. Yeah, dude's him. a legend, man. He really is. But before we get into that, of course, the Vera State rundown here. What do we got, Brando? Got a lot of things to cover, and especially we'll start with uh, probably the obvious one that everyone remembers, and especially with uh, the relevance of P. Mike in the interview. We're talking a lot with him off the show about this game. Uh, 28-10 win over Davenport in football. I so mean, slight. it was just number seven's day. I mean, he had an absolute game of his career, and it was a fantastic thing to see for this Bulldog team and they did it in all phases too not just from him but offensively defensively special teams got the job done they scored when they needed to and they were able to get the W against a tough Davenport Panther team mm-hmm. especially going to the half down being able to hold them to scoreless in the second half was pretty huge I think what we had 212 yards passing 83 yards rushing so a little bit slacking in that one but still think we did pretty solid but yeah like you said story of the day number seven Sean Stevens just tore it up absolutely Gleak special teams player of the week shout out to him with his pick six and as well a kick return mm-hmm. for a TD. Yep. And the win moves us up in the rankings too. So that's a pretty big thing yes. as well since the last game of the regular season is coming up against Wayne State. What we got next sport, Brando? Absolutely. Uh, we got hockey on deck. St. Lawrence came to town, gave us Fitz night one, a 5-2 win there for St. Lawrence. But the Bulldogs battle back thrilling to one overtime winner thanks to uh, Mr. V himself, Antonio Venuto, that guy, number 23, with the <laughs> win. Guy. He is just, he is him. Um, but great game overall on a bounce back note for Ferris State. I mean, obviously we saw St. Lawrence just came out with a flurry of offensive execution that we had not expected probably from that team. They came out and played lights out compared to what we'd seen on paper from them. Um, But especially when you looked at how this team adjusted overall in that second game, I mean, you could just tell right out of the gate, got more shots on net, defensively locked down, uh, were able to execute, uh, especially against their offensive attacks. You could see fundamentally the defense was doing a lot better job of being able to slow the game down for St. Lawrence offensively. And they were able to throw it out. And it was a really, really... Thick game. It just felt like it was really, really gritty, and that's just why. So interesting, interesting adjective. It was thick. <laughs> interesting adjective that you use for that one. But yeah, definitely a big step up from uh, week or uh, from day one uh, for, and especially on Saturday night. But you know, get that win shows resiliency, and especially with a tough Minnesota State team coming to town this upcoming week. They've kind of fallen in uh, their depth. Minnesota State has, but it's still going to be a tough one uh, with CCHA action resuming. Absolutely, and of course, I got to clarify. Thick meaning slower moving in that regard for my adjective choice, Joe. It's so, an interesting choice. 
But I hey, respect the vocabulary regardless. Next sport, what we got? Anyway, good good transition over to yeah, volleyball. Uh, not able to get the win over Grand Valley. Fall in four, but get on the right track against Purdue Northwest. A five-set thriller. The dog's able to win down in Hammond. Uh, really hard-fought road win. I love the way the recap Monch mentioned that because it really was. I mean, the fact of the matter is the Pride played one of their best games of the season. Uh, and the dogs had to battle back a little bit. I mean, especially we had that two that two set lead early on. Pride able to just chip away and get back into it, winning two close sets right after. And then it takes extra points for us to pull out the victory. Um, but just definitely a good one to get back on track, especially for uh, just the unfortunate and really kind of a gauntlet they had to go through on yeah. the road at Parkside, on the road at Grand Valley, uh, but able to get a win against Purdue Northwest, especially important going into this weekend, uh, where they're going to have to take on two gritty teams that not necessarily uh, are dominant in the record category, but can put it together on certain nights, and that's certainly something to watch out for here this weekend. Yeah, we want to close it out on a high note. Special shout out to, I think it was Claire Wiki and uh, Olivia, who really stood out in that second game with a lot of points themselves. So, big time plays from everybody. That's what I like to see. Hopefully, we get two dubs upcoming this weekend. That would be pretty be sweet. Be pretty, so cool. Pretty sweet. Anyway, Ferris State Soccer wins over Saginaw Valley State Ooh. twice. Two Ooh. times. Twice the fun. Winning against Saginaw Double Valley. Double 2-1 on Thursday. 1-0 on Monday in the GLIAC Tournament's quarterfinal round. So they will mm-hmm. now advance uh, to face against a team uh, that they've been waiting for. Uh, they will face Northern Michigan once again. Uh, that I believe that one game will be up at Marquette. Yeah, we're, uh, we're traveling pretty there much for the, the whole semifinal. Time. Yeah, it's going to be a tough travel, of course, but I mean, especially for how well that defense is locked in the last couple of games. It don't off- matter. Offensively, it does not matter. Able to put up some great chances and be able to execute. I mean, that's what we saw this team last year in November, and that's certainly a good trend we'd love to follow here coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely want to see it uh, the next few rounds of this Gliac fi- or this Gliac tournament coming up. Cross country, Brandon was also in action. Yeah, yeah. What did the fellows and the ladies do down there? Oh, they did some damage, of course. Uh, great performances across the board from cross country. I mean, moving up to a 10K for the men is obviously the toughest thing all year. Uh, we adapted, very resilient as well. Uh, a couple guys, especially Ryan Osaski, uh, Cooper Sorensen, big shout out to them, ran very, very well and stepped up in that race uh, for us on the men's side, uh, able to finish I believe 17th overall one of our best performances uh, in recent program history we were 16th last year uh, but definitely it was a different kind of course uh, that we had to face against this year compared to last year Um, but especially for the women as well facing 12th overall uh, in the region very good performances from them as well making it up Daisy England and Hannah Brock I believe 10 top 10 all time marks uh, there at Angel Mounds in the the 6k so congrats to them uh, on their good races as well it was really good good weekend for the Bulldogs they're running around on the grass over there at Angel Mound. So that was a really good overall performance from them uh, and a good cap off to what was a very successful season overall. Yeah, huge. That's what we like to see right there. That's what we like to see. You like that? I like that. You like that? I like that. Are you sure you like that? I like that. Okay. Anyway, finishing out the Fair State Sports Slate, basketball has started. Joe. Did you hear about that? They're I actually, also heard about that. They're starting to shoot some hoops they down are. there. So win for Ferris State in the preseason over Calvin. Nine point win for that club at home. Uh, big win for them especially playing at home at wing for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, able to pick up some big time W's. Yar. Uh, and it was really a close game. Calvin's no slouch of a team especially in the preseason. They really so they played very well but the dogs able to prevail at the end of the day on top at home to start uh, the exhibition slate and now they will be finishing up here coming up there this 
this week, and they'll be in the regular season with tournament action coming up here mm-hmm. this weekend in Ohio. Yeah, and women's is starting up later this weekend, too. Exactly, so. yeah. Times are changing here at Ferris State, but that's going to wrap it up for the Ferris State slate of what's going on or what has happened. Brandon, what do we got now? Looks like we should send it over to the interview, Joe. Should we? I mean, that's what the uh, template graph schedule thing says that we're supposed to follow every week that we don't necessarily follow every week. <laughs> we have a we have a template. Where where is it? <laughs> I lost it. Never thought we would add a template. Uh, I don't know where it is. I might be it might be hidden on my screen. I don't know. Yeah, probably it is. But without further ado, let's swing it to the interview. Now joining us in studio, Fair State Chaplain Mike Wissink. Thank you so much for coming on, P. Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so glad to have you, P. Mike. First question we'll throw at you, a very easy softball question, I'm sure. Uh, what brought you to Ferris State in the first place and decided to become a team chaplain for Ferris Athletics? I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with my life when I grow up. And uh, <laughs> seeing, as how, seeing as how I didn't get into medical school, I always uh, had a heart to want to serve and uh, help people. And um, so after yeah, a few years of trying to figure that out, uh, I'd spent a number of uh, summers working out at Cranhill Ranch, uh, which is a year-round camping ministry, Christian camping ministry. And, uh, and then, yeah, transitioned from that to doing campus ministry on the, the uh, encouragement of a friend of mine who was actually uh, in this position uh, doing campus ministry before I came into it. Um, and so I, he, uh, I, I helped him you know, for a few years and then uh, he left and I kind of took over. And then it was in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, um, uh, a door was open for me to get involved with our men's basketball team. And that's kind of uh, where I got started. Cool. It's just been a domino effect after that, pretty much. Very much so. Yeah. And I mean, if some of our listeners might remember, you are a reoccurring guest, technically, since you were on the MVSP a while ago. Yes. That's Probably, true. what, like two years ago or yes, something sir. like that? It yes, feels sir. like it's too long ago. Yeah, way too long. <laughs> too long ago. I mean, what's been new in life? Has much stuff kind of changed? Like, what's been uh, happening in the life of P-Mike? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. In in my own personal life, uh, you know, a couple of kids... Uh, well, our son is married and we have a couple of grandkids and so they're way out in Colorado. So that's uh, that's always tugging at my heart to, you know, find time to visit them and hang out with them. Um, and other than that, uh, just kind of, you know, enjoying life at the farm when uh, when I'm not on campus uh, hanging out with students. So. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And uh, especially for many of you that might not necessarily know who P. Mike is, obviously you work with a lot of the teams. And just kind of a nutshell, what are some of the things that you provide resource-wise, especially for the student-athletes across all the sports that you work with? Uh, it, it usually depends on kind of how the coaches want to utilize me. Um, sometimes that takes the the shape and the form of doing a chapel for the team you know and some of those chapels are voluntary some of them um, everybody participates um, and then uh, if asked i oftentimes will pray with teams before their contests uh, or before team meals and functions um, whether it's award banquets or stuff like that um, so I get a, a chance to do that. Um, some coaches utilize me pretty heavily just as a, a first responder for crisis, uh, depending on what's going on in a student's life. Um, they'll, they'll have me reach out to that particular student and we meet and um, just listen and try to encourage them and point them in a direction of somebody who's more skilled than I am when it comes to some of those, those issues in life where they need a little more um, counseling. 
but um, so I get a chance to do some of that. Um, I've had the privilege of uh, helping with some leadership development in some of our programs, uh, doing a book study on, on you know, what it, what it means to be a leader within a, within a team and how do we function uh, in that aspect. Um, I get to drive bus part-time, uh, so sometimes it means I sit in the driver's seat and take teams to their destination, and uh, everybody always feels a little bit good, I think, when the team chaplain is driving the bus. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why, but... I mean, for some reason, I don't know. A couple, yeah, right? couple extra prayers before uh, I go, of Believe course. me, I'm praying awful, awful hard when I'm driving because <laughs> yeah, it's just a little more responsibility than sitting in the back chilling mm -hmm. and, and hanging out with uh, with the players and, and the coaches. But yeah, so that's that's kind of in a nutshell what it is and just taking a general interest in the in the lives of students student athletes um, so um, if if I want to have that relationship where um, students aren't afraid of me uh, I need to you know grow those friendships and so take them out for lunch or breakfast or uh, just meet with them you know kind of uh, not in a professional sense, but just as a friend and, uh, and, and develop that relationship with them. So in those moments when there is something, they can give me a shout and give me a call and know that it's going to be, it's going to be pretty, uh, relaxed and just, you know, like talking to a friend. Mm -hmm. What's been like the worst route that you ever have to drove or have ever had to drive for being a bus driver? Uh, it was, uh, one of the last games of the season couple years ago when we had to drive up to Michigan Tech. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was a snowstorm. We left in a blizzard here, and I could hardly see. I was the second bus. I could hardly see the, the bus ahead of me. And uh, there was a couple of times where the bus, I could feel it sliding, you know, <laughs> as, we're, as we're heading Yikes. towards grayling. That's unfortunate. And, you know, and then it's, and then it's thinking like, doggone it, we got six hours of this stuff yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, oh. That's just miserable. That's yeah. I do not like driving in the snow with those big buses. Oh, I've, I don't think you're alone in that department <laughs> for sure. So, um, but speaking of driving, of course, um, you have an opportunity uh, every March, you take a group of athletes and as well with your other ministry with uh, fellow of Christian students as well uh, to go down on mission trips as well. Talk about that experience as well. It's just all the great memories you make as well, bringing students down there to help the cause. Yeah, yeah. We just were mentioning that. Joe was on. I was on one. Yeah, that's were. right. That's right. I Joe, almost made that trip. I was yeah. close. Yeah, a couple Joe, of Joe was on the iconic trip where we got the, uh, started getting emails. Students were getting emails while we were down in West Virginia um, about schools not being open. Uh, yeah, the and COVID that, year. that thing yeah. called COVID was going yeah. around. Yeah. Man. Wow. And so, and so these guys were going to come back, you know, get their stuff out of the, out of the dorms and head home. And so that was, uh, that was a tough, that was a tough year, but yeah, um, that's, I, I just enjoy, um, kind of merging the two different components of the ministry that I do here, the traditional student ministry, along with the student athlete ministry and, uh, seek to find a a place in the South, typically, where it's a little bit warmer. At least we can say we're going somewhere where it's going to be warm. We might get a little bit of a sunburn. Um, but just to work on on uh, homes in a community where a natural disaster has occurred, whether that's flooding or tornadoes, um, uh, hurricanes. And so we try to make a difference by putting 
putting a family back in their home uh, a little bit quicker, a little bit sooner. So we've done everything from uh, re-roofing houses to hanging drywall, taping, mudding, painting, um, building steps, uh, doing trim work, um, quite quite a bit of stuff. And it's, it's really kind of cool because a lot of students we have here at Fair State are in some of those trade programs. And so they get an opportunity to practice uh, some of those skills, uh, whether it's construction or electrical engineering or HVAC. So yeah, a lot of of the uh, mission agencies that I've worked with over the years are just surprised that we have students who are skilled in that area and they just are amazed. So it's pretty cool. A lot of fun. Absolutely. And, yeah, and it's great yeah, just it's hanging out. Yeah, it's a nice fun week. Yep, yep. So we work hard and we uh, we enjoy uh, time together uh, during the during the evenings and on the way back. We'll try to schedule something fun to do if we can. Um, last year, uh, the group that I took down to North Carolina um, on the return trip, we stopped uh, in in Kentucky and took a tour of the Ark, the big Ark. Oh, yeah. That's, oh cool. yeah, that's cool. So yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, very how, cool. How much planning, like? How far ahead from the trip and planning do you have to do to kind of get that all situated? So I'm talking to a few folks right now already, just trying to get an idea of where where we could land with a group. And it's a little it's always a little bit challenging because they want to know how big is the group for housing purposes. Um, And uh, and if we have to we typically like to cook our own meals, but sometimes uh, depending on the agency, they have meals, uh, uh, breakfast and a supper prepared for us. but yeah, so some of those conversations are are uh, going on right now, trying to figure out where where we'll head. Okay, yeah, for sure. And uh, another piece too is uh, many people would probably see you on the sidelines of games, of course, and especially for football. Uh, just talk about the the interaction that you not only have with athletes and as well as just, um, the students as well, unnecessarily off campus or necessarily out of their normal studies or practice time, and you know, especially for athletes, you're able to be them with those moments when they're in game time as well. Yeah. That's that's the special, special moments. Uh, And um, I don't want to be a distraction uh, as to what's going on in that particular contest, whether it's basketball or soccer or football or volleyball. Um, But just to kind of be there to let them know that I'm there. And if uh, something, um, you know, unexpected happens, um, you know, if there's an injury, then um, I've been asked and, and, you know, that's just part of my wanting to serve and help. So I might have to, you know, take an athlete to, you know, go seen by, be seen by the doc or to the ER if they need to uh, have somebody go along. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just great to give them encouragement to, you know, sometimes players come up to me and they ask me if, if I would pray for them. And so we'll just have a prayer together right there on the sidelines or on the, along the, you know, the back edge of the court or wherever that might be. So that's, yeah, it's pretty special. Oh, cool. Yeah, it is super cool. And you began uh, kind of in the late 1990s when you started with Ferris. I mean, you kind of have a schedule. You've kind of gotten everything kind of down pat. I would feel like being around for so long. But like, what is a kind of a weekly schedule look like for you from, you know, right when you wake up Monday to when uh, you finish it out Sunday evening? Uh, Sometimes that's pretty fluid. Um, like, uh, this past Monday, for instance, I had to take, uh, two of our football players here had, uh, some surgeries in town with Dr. Daniel. And, uh, and I thought that, uh, you know, it, it'll go pretty smooth. I'll get them both there and get them both back home. But it ended up being kind of the whole day. And, uh, and so there's a couple of other things that I had to kind of shift and shuffle, you know, to, to get done on Tuesday. But, um, 
typically I try to I try to make rounds uh, here within the sports complex um, and, uh, you know, catch coaches in their office. Uh, just try to touch base, see if there's anything that I can can do, pray for uh, help with. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, go about planning, uh, writing messages for our weekly meetings. Um, sometimes I have to preach on Sundays, so I spend a lot of time reading and writing, um, you know, in between uh, going to practices and things like that, uh, preparing chapel messages, uh, um, and then depending on yeah what what also transpires during the week. Um, but then we have our set Tuesday night Fellowship of Christian Students meeting and Wednesday night our Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting. Um, and then some other responsibilities that I have just uh, serving, working with the church that I attend. Um, so yeah, it the week goes by awful fast and and then obviously you mix in travel for game days and sometimes we leave Thursday. Sometimes we're, you know, hitting the road early Friday morning, getting back late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. And then, uh, yeah, just rolling. Yeah, for sure. One last question for you, P Mike. Appreciate having you on the show. Once again, good to have mm -hmm. you back. Um, if there's a different answer that you would have, or maybe a secondary answer to the question, what's been your favorite thing about working with Ferris State and being a bulldog? Uh, the relationships, um, being part of, of, the lives of young men and women who um, are putting themselves into a uh, highly um, contested uh, environment uh, academically to be able to perform in the classroom in order to compete, but then being uh, on, on a team in a program that is very respected. And uh, we have, we have a, a tradition and history here of winning. And so the expectations are high. And uh, but but just to be just to be a friend and to come alongside of them uh, and, and get to know as many of those students as possible and uh, just enjoy uh, the few years that we have here together at Fair State. Awesome. Well, P. Mike, we thank you so much for all that you do at Fair yeah. State and for being a great friend of the show. Thank, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Brandon. Big thanks to P. Mike for stopping by the show. Always great to chat with him. And if you missed out on that interview, as well as any of the other interviews that we've had on this show, uh, first of all, shame on you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're pretty forgiving. Um, you can find... I'm not. You're not? No. Oh. We have... Go back right now and watch all like 200 hours of content that we have and yeah. then come back to this moment. If you actually watched every single episode... Good on you. Kudos to you. You did. I haven't. I, <laughs> I don't think I have either. Anyway, you can find all those out WBRN.com or as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fair State Sports Light, let's start on Friday uh, at Northern Michigan for women's soccer, GLIAC tournament semifinals, two o'clock kickoff there from Marquette, uh, as well women's volleyball at home against Michigan Tech, four o'clock on Friday there at Bulldog Arena, just down the road from where we're recording right now. Uh, Northwood and Fair State will be facing off men's basketball, five o'clock there in Painesville, Ohio. In tournament action, as well as women's basketball in tournament action at six o'clock against Missouri S&T down in Lebanon, Illinois, and to wrap it all up, ice hockey at home against Minnesota State Mankato seven oh seven puck drop from Engelglebe and Joe hit us with Saturday. I can never understand how to pronounce Engelglebe. Engelglebe, eggs and bacon, whatever it may be. Saturday football is against Wayne State at home. Uh, one p.m. is the kickoff. You better be there. You better be tailgating and better be having a good time. Women's volleyball is taking on Northern Michigan at home five o'clock. That one's going to go down. Men's basketball is at Lake Erie for the second day of action uh, at six o'clock. That one's going to be a good game. Men's ice hockey has the second game against Minnesota State. That one has a seven o seven p.m. puck drop. I think it might be at six o seven. They might have a 
probably should do a little bit more research uh, on your own to figure out when that happens. And then women's basketball is going to be closing out the nightcap with an 8 o'clock tip-off against McKendry at McKendry. Absolutely. No action on Sunday unless really? Fair State wins on Friday. They'll be in the GLIAC Tournament Championship on Sunday. Dude. TBA. Find all that out on fairstatebulldogs.com TBD. if you want to learn more. That's going to do it for us. Signing off on Behind the Bulldogs for Brain Worth Joe Nagy. Take care, everybody.